You're going to need weights, so if you don't have them, hop off and grab them. There's some extras in the cubbies over there, but you're going to want about five pounds. If you feel like your upper body's not trained at all, grab a three, um, and I tell you to grab higher, but we don't have anything higher than five, so <laughs> have them ready back here. Okay, so we open the month with a definition of the wild. So I did some research, and this is what I came up with. The wild is an uncultivated, uninhabited, and inhospitable region. It's a neglected, abandoned, empty, or pathless area. In other words, a wasteland. It can also be a position of disfavor. To enter into the wild, it takes faith, courage, boldness, and selflessness to enter. Paul and John the Baptist are both really good examples of how we enter into the wilderness, okay? So Paul shows us how to enter the wild. He was faithful, he was humble, he was selfless, he was spirit-filled, he was courageous, and he did it with joy. Acts chapter 20, verses 22 through 24 says, Now I go, bound in the spirit, to Jerusalem, not knowing the things that will happen to me there, except that the Holy Spirit testifies in every city, saying that chains and tribulations await me. But none of these things move me, nor do I count myself dear to myself, so that I may finish my race with joy. And the ministry which I received from the Lord Jesus to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. So there's a couple things to highlight in those scriptures. Paul went bound in the spirit. He didn't know the things that would happen to him, so he's entering into the wilderness. He has no idea what to expect. It's not like God showed him everything that would happen to him. And if you've read any of the epistles of Paul or any of the... New Testament, which Paul wrote most Pray of those books, you know the trials and tribulations Pray that he endured. But he said the Holy Spirit testified to him that there would be chains Pray and tribulations, and so we can be sure that as Pray we're called into the wilderness, Pray and we're called to walk by faith and walk on water, that Pray there's going to be trial, there's going to be tribulation. But we can follow the pattern that was set for us, right? Pray Just as the Bible tells us to do. Paul's a great example of humility and faith and courage and selflessness. He didn't boast when he was sent out. He didn't fear. He didn't shrink back. He said, but none of these things move me, nor do I count myself dear to myself. He didn't think too highly of himself. Two things that I may finish my race with joy and the ministry which I received from the Lord Jesus. So he was called and appointed and anointed to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. That's a calling for all of us to run our race with joy and to testify of the gospel. Amen. Philippians 1.21 says, For to me to live is Christ, and to die is gain. So in other words, there's nothing to fear. We're going to study John the Baptist as we ride in a little bit here. So let's warm up. Make sure you're settled into the saddle. Hips are all the way back. Elbows are in. Shoulders are down and back. Your core is engaged right here. Deep breath. Inhale through your nose. Big exhale. 
for peace. Pray for understanding. Pray for knowledge. All we need to do is seek first the Lord, his kingdom, his righteousness, and God's going to lead the way. Whatever he says, we say yes. Amen? But if we're not actually training our faith and exercising the word of God often, we're not going to be able to follow Paul's example. We're not going to walk in humility. We're not going to be brave. We're going to take our eyes off of Jesus. And we know what happened to Peter as soon as he took his eyes off of Jesus, right? Peter walked on water, and then he looked down, and he sunk. Where your eyes go, your body's going to follow. Spiritually, if our eyes wander, low resistance, you're just adding two, three, four turns, nice and easy. Let your feet move freely. So we keep our eyes fixed, eyes on the prize, right? You're not going to sink when we're walking with the Lord. But if our eyes stray, when we're being called out into the wild, out into the unknown, and God says, I've called you to walk on water, that is not the time to have wandering eyes and watching and comparing yourself to the people around you doubting, fearing, shaming, right? Amen? All right. So you're just hovering over your petals. Lord, pour out your spirit in this place tonight. Lord, break chains. Give us the faith to walk on water. Out into the great unknown. You ask, Lord, and we say yes. We will follow you. So you're just regulating your breath. Big exhales. At any point, you feel like you need to take a seat. There's no shame in that. Sit when you need to sit. Hydrate when you need to hydrate. So our first few songs, we're out of the saddle. We're hovering. Take a break right here. Slow it down. Breathe. It's a lot of legs. It's a lot of lungs to start. So set your pace. Eyes on Jesus. If you're already getting winded, good. You know what? You need a savior. Train it. Train your faith. Train your desperation. Train your weakness. Train the word. Come on. Add a little speed. We're not sprinting. We're just getting warm. Here we go.
feel like your feet are running away from you, mind you, at a turn or half turn. Just enough to resist your feet. So we stay armed, right? Head to toe. Glad you guys are here. 
If you guys didn't show up, I couldn't, I couldn't do this. So I love that you show up. I love that you allow the word to go forth in boldness and in truth, right? This is not the time, the season, or the age to be watering down the gospel of Jesus Christ. The world needs you. And the world needs you to throw off that sin that so easily entangles and run with perseverance the race marked out for us, right? Run with joy. Finish with joy. There's a lot of good news and what we could perceive as bad news. There's going to be trials. There's going to be persecution. But you know what? When you know that, it might kind of catch you off guard. But you're not sucker punch when it comes. You're doing something right. Ready? Here we go. Lift your bottom. All right, we're jogging. Just jogging. Adjust your resistance. Your name is branded on our hearts. You are the source. Come on, church. Of all we desire. Nothing can hold us back. We'll run into where you are. Ready? Pick it up a little bit. Trusted with teaching God's word and leading you guys. And also, you're not going to get extreme fitness here. You're going to be challenged. Just because it's Christian doesn't mean it's wimpy. It doesn't mean it's cheesy. Okay? But it's balanced. The word is balanced and our workouts are balanced, right? That's what it means to exercise the word. And we train ourselves spiritually, physically, emotionally. We are led by and from the Spirit so that our emotions, our mind, and our flesh, they get in line and they come under the submission of the Spirit. And in that, your strength increases. 
your mind is renewed. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. The joy of the Lord really, really is your strength. Amen? I want you to experience that tangibly in here. Because when your flesh fails, you have a desperate need for a savior. Just like when you get sucker punched spiritually and all weapons are pointed at your head and your heart and you have to face confrontation and pain. You can react in the flesh or you can remember what you've been learning and what you've been training in the spirit, right? You are welcome here. Everyone has a seat at the table. The Lord has invited you. He's got his right arm around you. He wants to snuggle with you. He doesn't want you to carry the weight of the world on your shoulders any longer. Ladies, can I get an amen? Amen? You are not responsible. The pressure's off. You're not responsible for somebody else's salvation. You're not responsible to fix and mother everyone around you. You are responsible to live according to God's word. You are responsible for properly carrying yourself in a way that edifies the Lord. Amen? So take responsibility with what is yours and leave the rest at the altar. Come to the table with the rest of us sinners and be redeemed. Be free. Lay down your burdens. Amen? Come on. If you're going out into the wilderness, you cannot carry extra weight. You cannot afford to carry a heavy backpack of shame and guilt and fear and doubt anymore. In the name of Jesus, come on. Come on. you're wanted but it also says and rest a while do you know how to be still or is our version of being still texting and social media ing and tweeting and twittering and facebooking and whatever I don't even know what snapchat is I don't care to know I don't want to know but whatever all those other things are watching TV do we have our face in a book all the time? Or can we actually just sit still in silence and let the Lord love on us and just be still? Most people don't know how to do that. And if you're here, there's probably some part of you that really likes to move or wants to like to move. And is learning that, whoa, moving in the spirit is really a place of freedom. It's not a have to, it's a get to. And you almost don't want it to end. If I'm just doing a workout in my own strength with no worship and no Jesus, I don't last very long. It's actually torture to me now. The Lord loves you and he can't speak to the worried, hurried mind all the time. He wants you to snuggle up and come to the table. Just have a meal, just have a meal and enjoy it. Free grace, amen. You're not your body, you're not your past, you're not your weaknesses or your failures, you're not what other people say that you are. You are loved by your Savior. You are welcome. You are fearfully 
and wonderfully made. Add a few turns. Find the beat. All right, let's move a little. Stay hydrated.
and the word of their testimony. People will try to deny the sovereignty of Jesus Christ. And they can try only to hurt themselves. But church, they cannot take away your testimony. They cannot deny a life transformed. Your victory in a cross meant to kill.
hold. Uh, uh, uh. So if you want, if hold you can, the to the add a couple turns. To get up, start a pool and bring him into Keep bones. your weight. We've got deltoid raises to finish. There's no way I can move unless you choose to do something. This life, this life feels so heavy. Lost my son in heaven. I was chasing rest. this living, hanging with dudes that is deadly. But this life is not over. Moreover, I'm ready. Go up. I'm ready to change it all. Lord, just help Almost me. There. I'm on the face of the river. Looking out for the promised land. Tell them I need it now. I don't have any other plans. Sweet Lord, no, I need you. There's relief from the grief when I see you. Hold it here. Up, two, down, two. Up, two. Up, squeeze. Be intentional. Big squeeze. Squeeze. Take it down. Nice job. Put those weights back. Taking that resistance back down. <sighs> if you've been walking the same old road for miles and miles. So down maybe just one turn, maybe you're going down about four turns. You decide. You decide. Trying to feel the same old holes inside. So there's a better life. In this in this theme this month, into the wild. The Lord was just showing me, like, I grew up out in the country in southern Illinois. We used to play in the woods and play in creeks and clubhouses and stuff like that. And you're often entering pathless territory, right? So you have to, like, whack stuff down. You have to figure out where the path is and trample it and prepare the way. Amen? So... We can't prepare the way if we don't have the sword of the spirit armed with the one thing that's going to prepare the proper way that others can follow our lead. Amen? There's going to be thorn bushes and vines and those cocklebur things and those hitchhikers that jump on your pants and all that stuff. There's going to be people that are going to be dead weight trying to hold you back. There's going to be doubters. There's going to be naysayers. There's going to be slanderers. There's going to be people who are with you for a season that might turn on you. It happens. Living proof. Here comes the spin preaching. But guess what? He's your chain breaker. He's your path maker. He's your way maker. He's going to go before you. You walk by faith and not by sight. It may not look like everybody else's testimony or path or faith. You might be called to a different people group that's really untouched. Ready? Come on, church. You make a way where there isn't one, God. You are faithful. Resistance down. Rest. And when you're trampling on scorpions and serpents out there in the wilderness, out in the wild, there's a lot of things 
all eyes are on you, right? So you must be watchful, be vigilant, be sober-minded. Keep your helmet of salvation on. Stay armed. And I am celebrating And as you're treading this new path, the narrow road, the narrow path, the road less taken, like if you will, the wild unknown, right? The path of faith, perhaps formerly a wasteland that you are called to bring fruit and life and harvest and hope and joy and peace and breakthrough to that community, that country, that city, that town, that neighborhood, that youth group, whatever it might be. You go with joy. You go in faith. Stay on your knees. And you know what? Stay free. Take time to enjoy the people that join you on the path. Take time to smell the flowers. Take time to stop for water. Receive your daily bread, enjoy it, devour it. Stay hydrated and watered by the water of the word. And when you run out of water, have the faith to smote the rock and say, yes, there's going to be water. There is a harvest coming, I believe. Amen? Don't doubt. Come on. Come on. Remember our song in the beginning of class? If you're free, prove it. Get free, stay free. Set others free. Live it, live it. Come on, here we go. Like the rust in leaves of autumn Now every chain lies broken And finally we're free Last push, come on! Nine more minutes and we're finished. And there will always be 
Stay hydrated. So use this as a recovery song. Whatever you Before you even call, Lord. Lord, we know that you will prepare us, that you will prepare the way, just as you did for John the Baptist, called to the wilderness, who faithfully preached and saw hundreds or thousands baptized and saved, preaching in the wilderness, fulfilling prophecy, the prophecy of Isaiah. If God speaks it, it shall come to pass. His promises are true, and he cannot fail on his promises. People will fail us, but our Savior never will. Never will. Amen? You can trust him. He wouldn't call you to lay something down. He wouldn't call you to step out. If he didn't have something better. Tell me, is there anybody here? Come on and say amen. And if there's anybody here who's seen his power, anybody Come on. here brought through the fire. Anybody here? Anybody here? Come on, church. Can we get an amen? Come on. meaningful when you say with a southern accent. Amen. Man. All right. So this is our last song. It's a slow start. So I want you to just let the spirit lead you. Right any way you want. We've got just under six minutes. It's about five and a half left. At the three minute mark. We push. We've got a big finish. So a three-minute endurance run. So if you knew that there was still a mile left in the race, what do you need to persevere? Train that. Think about that. Try to stay balanced. Persevere with joy. Follow the pattern that Paul gave us, right? Let me read to you our second example. John the Baptist preached in the wilderness. John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judea and saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. For this is he who was spoken of by the prophet Isaiah, saying, The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare the way 
of the Lord make his path straight. Now John himself was clothed in camel's hair with a leather belt around his waist. His food was locusts and wild honey. Then Jerusalem, all of Judea, and all the region around the Jordan went out to him and were baptized by him in the Jordan, confessing their sins. Prophecy was fulfilled. John the Baptist didn't complain that he had to live on locusts, crickets, and honey. Hundreds of thousands of people were saved that day and in that season because of his faithfulness, because of his joy to go out into the wild and serve the Lord. He said yes. Paul said yes. We will say yes. Amen? Come on. Boldly, I approach the throne. What do you need today? Come on. God is not afraid. Not like he doesn't already know. His grace, his love is enough. It's enough to carry you. He's not going to leave you or forsake you. His plans for you are good. A future and a hope. Amen? Come on, church. Here it comes. for what we can have versus focusing on 
what we think we're missing. Because everything that we have and all the privileges that we have right now, the opportunity to eat whatever we want, go to 10 different grocery stores within 10 minutes, have a shelter, a nice home, multiple cars, toys, multiple workout outfits. I mean, come on, come on, come on. Amen? We are spoiled brats. Can I get an amen? We really are. None of it's ours. Don't hold too tightly to it. As long as it doesn't own us, we can enjoy the blessings God's given us. But if there's something that we think we can't lay down or live without, there's a test coming. There's a test coming. So don't hold things too tightly. Hold on to God's word. Hold on to the hem of his garment, his promises, and we're going to be okay. I get to work with people all the time, and um, the Lord's leading. There's things they need to lay down in order to have more food freedom in the future, but it's a fast, not a diet, right? And so if they have candida overgrowth or whatever, just a food allergy, we lay things down because we are not our own. We were bought at a price and we glorify God with our body and our mind. So it's yes, Lord, whatever it takes, it should be simple. But some people give up just like that because they don't think they can do it, which is the evidence that we're living in our flesh because we can, we really can do all things through Christ who strengthens us and he who calls us to it will get us through it. Amen? Self-control is a fruit of the spirit so we don't need another Fitbit or a counter or whatever else. We need a fresh filling of the Holy Spirit. That's it. Amen? All right, deep breath in. Let's stretch. Reach up. Lengthen your spine. Feels so good. Pull it down right here. Open your elbows. Open your chest. Take those wrists back. Open your chest. Open your shoulders. Squeeze those shoulder blades together, bring them a little lower. Slow those feet down. One more breath. Exhale, take it forward. Take a dive right here. Open your shoulder blades, open your spine. Sink a little deeper with every exhale. Slow those feet, reverse it. So interlock those hands if you can, and lift if you can. And if you want to take it one step further, twist toward your bent leg, and then keep looking behind your shoulder. Sit up nice and tall, arms lift, twist through your spine, ring it out, and release it. Other side, switch feet, twist toward that bent leg. and release it. Shake it out. Stretch those forearms, all those computer and texting muscles. Open them up. Give them a break. Look up. Spend time with your friends and your family, your kids, your dog. They love you. Other side. And release it. Take it to the top of the handlebars. Heels down. Tip it over. So press those heels to the floor. 90 degree angles from your thigh, thighs to your abdomen. Lengthen your spine, crown of the head reaches forward. Keep exhaling. Keep bringing that heart rate down. Lord, give us the faith of the prophets the apostles, those who went before us, God, that treaded the narrow road, that we might follow suit, follow the pattern, but go where the Spirit leads, without hesitation, with joy, with courage, with boldness. Switch feet, drop your heels, tip it over, hold it here, that we might do it with joy, and that we might testify to the gospel of the grace of God, just like Paul did. In Jesus' mighty name, 
Amen. And release it. Come off the bike. About three more stretches and we'll be finished. All right. Prop a foot up on the frame right here. Toes up. Keep your back straight. Tip it over. So if your back is straight, you're not going to be able to go very far. Take that opposite hand to the outside of the foot. You're going to change the stretch to the outside of the thigh. It's going to feel a little bit different. And release it. Take this same foot, cross it over the other side. Sink down, figure four stretch. And again, as you exhale, sink a little bit lower. Relax that top leg. Stretching and learning to be flexible is just as important as strength training and the hard training. Amen? And bring it up. Take this leg, grab the ankle, same leg, knees together, hips forward. So I want you to challenge yourself. We've been doing this all month, and um, it was what I said in the beginning of class. So I want you to find a spot and fix your eyes on it. I want you to try to hold this stretch, balancing without holding on to the bike. Don't be afraid of failure. Don't be afraid to fall. If your eyes stay fixed, fixed on Jesus, fixed on the word, you're not gonna be led astray. You're not gonna be deceived by the wiles of the devil. The wiles of the enemy, those are the mind games. Release it, other side. Heel up, tip it over. But you'll find just like in a yoga class or whatever where you have balancing poses, if you don't fix your eyes, if your eyes wander, your body goes where your body, your, where your eyes go. Your body follows your eyes. So if we have wandering, flirting eyes and we're married, you're gonna stray eventually. If there's no repentance for that, it's gonna lead you astray spiritually it's gonna lead us away from the Lord. Whatever we're looking at, that's where we're going. So don't take your eyes off of what matters. Eyes on Jesus, eyes on the prize. Release it, cross that leg over, sit back, relax that top leg. Almost done. A little deeper, one more breath. Inhale up, grab that ankle, try it again. Find that fixed point, challenge your balance, shoulders down and back, elbows behind, knees together. Stay focused physically, stay focused spiritually, one of the greatest distractions of the enemy is to keep you busy and distracted. One more stretch. Toes go wide. 45 degrees out. Squat down, little sumo stretch. Elbows to the insides of the thighs. Right here. Press them open. Drop a shoulder. Look up. <sighs> Exhale, sink into the stretch. Other side. Drop that shoulder. Look up. Both sides down. A few more seconds. One more breath here. Exhale. Inhale up. Roll those feet in. Roll it all the way up. That's it for tonight. God bless you guys. Give yourselves a hand. Yay. Yay, Jesus.